Claudia. Hello. Hi, everybody. We're coming to you from the East London studio. What's up? Hey. It's, uh... <laughs> that was very enthusiastic. It's great to be back in London, because yes. I was away in Manchester. Yes. You know, I really like going there. I like Manchester as a city. It's, yeah, it's quite nice. It's really cute, and they have, like, a lot of, I guess, history. Uh, they have the football. yeah. Um, I was going to say they had the Beatles, but I just realized that was Liverpool. That was Liverpool. So scrap that. Yeah. <laughs> no, they had, you know what Manchester had? They had the Acid House. Oh, they yeah. They created the rave scene. Yeah, that was that was something. That was like Hacienda days. Yes. Yes. So like if anyone doesn't know, Google Hacienda, because that was where it all started back in like the late 80s. Yeah. And it was like party of a lifetime crazy rave scene studio 54 but london manchester like dutty England side stuff. yeah dutty side like no glitz glamour horses yeah it was just pills yeah <laughs> just pills <laughs> well actually so in manchester has the end it's like got such a legacy i actually know someone i work with who actually went really and i was kind of jealous i was like oh my god i just tell me the story some like oracle but um someone at work just told me that sometimes they have these revival things yeah. and they had a revival like a week ago. So it was outside in an amphitheater and they played all of the big acid house hits with an orchestra. Oh my God. Outside. It was like a religious experience. And he said that all these 40 plus year olds were freaking off their tits. Yeah. Reliving their youth. I can imagine. Like bug eye, like, I mean, have you Googled when they have like the old 90s clips of the raves in the field? I have indeed. And they're all like, I don't know what happened. I can't even. I think I just remembered as well. I know somebody, if it's true that she used to go, who's from Yorkshire. And she's again a little bit older in her 40s. And she said that she used to go and they used to go into these cars. And she would explain that around that time of Hacienda in like the Midlands, they'd have these cafes. They're literally like cafes being get coffee and like some fizzy drinks. And during the day, after Hacienda, when it's daytime, they would go there and the DJs would go there too. And they would play in these cafes, but there was no alcohol. And it was but like they the middle of a day. It they didn't need it. Um, they were wide awake. They were awake. <laughs> they were wide awake. Pills. Right? Just pills. Just pills everywhere. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I always think it's crazy because back in the 60s, I mean, even back in the roaring 20s. They had opium. They were all getting wild, right? <laughs> Off them like, poppies. The, there's always a generation getting wild. And then they grow up and then they become boring assholes. And then they try and like suppress the next generation's thing. Fun. Right? Yeah. But they were all doing it. So like, you know, roaring 20s. And then like in the 60s, obviously, they were crazy. Flower power. Yeah. But then that generation is the one that's like in power now making crazy annoying laws. Yeah. And then in the 70s, everyone was like, you know, high on cocaine. And then they're all then suppressing stuff. And then even in the 90s, they were all doing pills. Mm, and now yeah. they're like, you know, a little older than us with, you know, being boring. Why is that? I don't know. I've got this theory, though, now you said that, that I think every era has its drug of choice. Like you said, the Roaring Twenties was like opium and moonshine because of prohibition. Yeah. And then you had like... The 50s? I'm not sure really what well, the 50s were. Well, you know, in the 50s, were. everyone was coming off the war. So I think people yeah. were, like, not as 
bored. They were just happy to be alive. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's why there was a bit. It's it's not as obvious. Yeah. But then those kids that came from the parents who had survived the war, who are all very well behaved because they're like, I've just been in a war, okay? Right? So I don't have time for these shenanigans. I had people trying to end my life. I don't need no drugs to try to exactly. end my life. Exactly. <laughs> so they kind of, it feels like there was nothing obvious. I'm sure people yeah. were getting up to crazy yeah. stuff, obviously. But it wasn't as obvious. It wasn't. That's weird, isn't it? Probably just, they were just, you know, war, war and stuff. Yeah. But then after that, those baby boomers went wild. Yeah, 60s, 70s, there was... The 80s was cocaine 80s. Yeah, there's like, yeah, LSD in the 60s and the 70s and weed. And then, yeah, cocaine. Um, then crack in the 80s. Crack was huge. And yeah. um, meth. Meth in the well, 90, now early 90s. Well, it's like meth now. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like, I kind of have two different drugs. So there's like the recreational drug mm. where it's like, okay, I'm young. I'm going to party. I'm going to have a bit of LSD here and there. I'm going to smoke a bit of weed. Um, then like in the 60s and 70s, people who took it too far was on the, they were on the heroin. Yeah. But that's kind of like getting to the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. But then you also have like the 70s, like cocaine, you know, some people, you know, they could function on that. They just party. Yeah. Um, and then even now it's like, okay, Meth, I would put it maybe in the other category. Yeah, it's hard to be like <laughs> just a functioning have... meth head, right? <laughs> like I watched a lot of the intervention, and they yeah. don't really function very well. No, no. I feel like in the two thousands, it was just all about the synthetic drugs because you have meow meow. Okay, I don't what is, is that methadrone? It's like synthetic methadrone. There's all different methadrone strains. methadrone is synthetic, isn't it? The same. Um, it is, but it's like super synthetic. Like it's like someone who is in their parents' kitchen who looked up on YouTube how to make um, methadrone at home, then decided to freestyle it. That's meow meow. Because I've yeah. heard about that in England, but not in Canada or United no, States. No, I think not like a th it wasn't really a thing. No, I think it's more opioids over there. Apparently, it's like an opioid crisis. Well, there is the fentanyl yeah. and all that. Yeah. And that's, again, not a really recreational type thing. No. And it's also the whole, like, OxyContin. Like, yeah. it was actually a crisis because they just, the doctors prescribed it. And yeah. that's a whole other freaking documentary podcast. I think it's partly because people are now, like, making brand new drugs that didn't exist from, like, mini science labs in their kitchens. Whereas you had, obviously, cocaine and stuff was cut with stuff. And it's not necessarily that it's an organic drug. Drug, but I think in the 2000s, it was all about the drug entrepreneurs. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 and they're trying to yeah. get around the law here. Yeah. So they're like, well, technically, this is a new compound, so it's not illegal. Yeah. And then the law just had to keep on trying to play catch up. Yeah. But it's really more dangerous to have the fake drugs because yes. they don't have the science to have the counteractive, you know, whatever you can yeah. do to not get an overdose and or yeah doctors just, don't know what to do uh, yeah they don't know what's in them they don't know what the makeup is they don't know what the effects are so yeah that's like um a history of drugs have you heard of <laughs> spice yeah i've heard of spice it's like a meow meow kind of thing as well it's, it's like a smoky someone, meow meow yeah it's a smoky one you can like inhale it or something. i heard it's awful i think they all are oh my gosh i, I don't I'm, know I'm how we got sure, into but the I, drugs. I think they kind of all are bad <laughs> but yeah that's a, a brief history of drugs brief history of drugs <laughs> so back to manchester <laughs> So I was in Manchester uh, yeah. enjoying my time at work. And um, so Manchester United, I mean, I think is one of the most famous yeah. football clubs in the world. Yeah, everyone must have heard of Man U. I think so. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have. Yeah. And I don't. And because David Beckham used to play there. Yes, true. And he pretty much like created the brand. Yes, I agree. So, so because they're so obsessed with that, they're so obsessed that there's a girl in the office. She's American. She has a tattoo 
of Alex Ferguson's head. Oh my god. The size of his actual head on her thigh. Alex Ferguson was like the manager of Manchester United and he's also like it, the hotel is on Sir Alex Ferguson way. Like they made they gave him his own street. That's crazy. When you said she's American and she has a tattoo, I thought it was going to be the football club logo. But Alex Ferguson's actual face, like life size, is insane. They are so, the the passion is real. Someone else said they were this close, very, very close of getting Frank Lampard's face on their back. (laughs) Who's a famous (sighs) footballer. I can't even. It's weird. It's very weird. weird. So I, so because... (laughs) My office is close to like where they play menu plays. They have a hotel football and it's a whole hotel dedicated to Manchester United. And I was like, well, let me check it out because <laughs> it's close by and I just I'm desperate. I don't want to stay at the Premier Inn. No offense, Premier Inn, but like it's not very premium. <laughs> and I wanted to have premium experience. Yes. So I stay at the hotel football. I go in. It's right next to the stadium. And it's got, like, a huge, like, football design in the front. It's kind of cute. Yeah. So I go in, and I'm like, whatever, just give me a room. I'm so tired. And she writes down the name of the room. And she's like, you get 392. And she gave me a look. And she's like, you get one of the most special rooms in all of the hotel. Wow. I was like, cute. (laughs) So... She's like, okay, I hope you like it. It's like really special. I was like, okay, I don't know what to do. So she's like, go to the third floor and it's there. So I go to the third floor and it says on the, you know, it says how many rooms and which direction to go. It says rooms 300 to 320 on this floor. And I said, well, what the fuck? 392. Where's my room? Right. So I start walking and it's like 18, 19, 20. I said, I, I don't, I don't want to go back down and be like, I can't find my room. What is this Harry Potter shit? Like right? some secret room. Right. <laughs> So I, I walk and I'm almost at the end and then I have like a door with like a special color. Like the numbers are a special color and it's like this 392 and red all special. And I was like, what is this? This is so cool. I want to know what the specialness is. So I guess I'll never truly know because I never saw the other basic bitch rooms. But I know <laughs> that my room, I walked in and the view was basically I had the whole Manchester United Stadium Right there, wow. like the front. So you just walk in, you see Manchester United, the front of the stadium, like perfect view. The whole room, it's a nice room. It's huge. Yeah. It had all, it was dedicated to the class of 1992. Oh, yes. The players that inspired a generation. Yeah, so that would be Beck's. Beckham's year. And actually, a lot of those players, I've heard of them because they played for about 10 years. They were all in the World Cup, 1996, 1998. Uh, or 94, 98. So I actually, this one I used to follow football. So they have all this memorabilia on the wall, signed jerseys. They have quotes from all these players like Cristiano Ronaldo talking about how great they were. They have like all sorts of cool stuff. That actually sounds really cool. It was really nice. And I had like a huge bed. I had a chair. Then I had another chair with a footrest. I had a desk <laughs> to work in. And then in the bathroom, I had a bath and a walk-in rain shower. I know you were in heaven. Oh, my God. Because you, you love a wet room or a walk-in shower. I love a hotel. I was like, this is my shit. And even the little soaps have, like, little numbers for the jerseys. <laughs> I love it. it they was, went all out. So if you do kitsch well, it works. It really works. It was like they really – it was thoughtful. It wasn't tacky. 
it was just like nice. Yeah. You know, and even if you don't like football, you can really appreciate like the nice details and the quality. So I'm like down with the hotel football. So then in the morning, I go down because they're like breakfast is included. And usually at a hotel breakfast, just buffet style included, yeah. right? You just have like your spread and it's just a buffet. They give me a menu because they had one of those spreads. And I was like, I guess that's the free part. And the menu, I have to pay. No. She's like, sit down, order whatever you want. I ordered Eggs Benedict. They cook it. It's free. <laughs> I love that. It's like, <laughs> I ordered it. They cooked it. It's free. It was free. And I was like, this cannot be. Like, that never happened. No, it doesn't. So then I was like, so I ordered it. I ate it. I was like, okay, maybe it's a mistake. So I'll just walk out slowly <laughs> and make sure they see me so they can stop me. So I was like walking up and then I made eye contact and I like smiled and they just smiled back and said, great, have a great day. And I was like, cute. And I ran the hell out of there. <laughs> I love it. I love your hotel stories. It's always, always something happens. I love a hotel. I love a hotel. So like, so that was great. So then I just walk into the office and it's beautiful. It's got like all this water and a canal, but I heard rumors that they have a canal pusher. What's that? So it's someone, I mean... 50 people have died in that canal. Oh, God. But since for a while, like in 10 years, as long as a lot, it's not not bad, is it? I think one's too many, but you know. I mean, it's not whatever. But there's a rumor that there's a canal pusher who... Oh, who pushes people in. Who pushes people in. (laughs) I know it's not funny, but... And then I said, well, how about they... Why don't they just try and get out? And then he goes, he steps on their fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I feel bad laughing. I don't know why I think that's funny. I know it's not, but like, you just think of tapping on the fingers, be like, no, like, it's so not funny. But like, I don't know why. I was just like, this can't be real. I would never have thought it was someone that pushes people in the canal. When you first said canal pusher, I thought it was like drug pusher. Because someone who's just like, want some crack, want some coke, yeah. come on, man. I'm like, they're like, want to come see the canal? Come see the canal, come see the canal, man. Canal's great, come see the canal. You want to see the canal? Come see the canal. Like a canal pusher, like as in someone doing like PR. Someone who's like really, really trying to get you to love the canal. Yeah, like canal PR, <laughs> yeah. canal advertising. Yeah. I feel yeah. like a canal no, pusher. No, but he's literally like, like, like just pushes people in the like water. Like actually pushing people in. Yeah. And then stepping on their fingers. Yeah, so like just don't go there after dirt. Yeah. But that was, um. so that was my mantis store. Oh, and I got to see... Two stars of Coronation Street walking walking down um, for their lunch break. And I was really excited. And I was like, yeah. little Chesney. Because um, <laughs> I used to watch this soap opera called Coronation Street. And I've been really obsessed with it. So, like, I was really into it. Um, <laughs> but they're always so much shorter in real life. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? I think l- most celebrities are shorter. They just look shorter. Like, yeah. say TV adds 10 pounds, but I think it adds inches too. It adds pounds and inches. So yeah. that was pretty much my vibe. And that sounds really cool and eventful. You know, in England, the schools just got out now. Yeah, summer holidays. Summer holidays. I don't know why they're in school for so long. I think they're not actually in school that long. I think they get longer holidays than most places, and I don't think they deserve it. But, like, anyhow, fine. Yeah. <laughs> you used to be a student. You didn't think you deserved it. Well, when you're a student in school, you're like, oh, my God, when is this term going to end? And then now you're, like, an adult. You're just like, why are there kids everywhere all the time? Why in school? Right. Okay. I agree <laughs> yeah. with you. And it's basically, it's time for the holidays. Yeah. And this is one of the years where I didn't really follow my usual, like, leave and go on holiday at random times. I'm basically just 
trying to do a summer holiday. Yeah. Um, and I think you have one coming up too. We we both got a few little yes. cute moments planned. I have next weekend going off to Sweden. 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 Where you've been before. I mean, yeah, you've I mean, been up to, oh no, that was Norway. But I've been to most of the Scandies. <laughs> I've been to Malmo, which is in Sweden, but I've not been to this particular part of Sweden. And it's a time of the year where it's like everyone who's Swedish goes on their summer holiday. So they all have these little cabins, these holiday homes on like remote archipelagos around Sweden. I love how you said that. Archipelagos. I was going to say islands, but I want to be fancy. I call it archipelago. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you sound better. I mean, tomato, I mean, tomato. Right? Right? So yeah, <laughs> but it is literally mid, you know, you've got that movie come out now, Midsummer, which is like a yes. horror movie. It's an actual thing. So Midsummer is when everyone goes away to their cabins and spend time with their family to like celebrate like Midsummer. It's like the summer solstice basically. Yeah. And they take that real seriously. Real serious. Yeah. Midsommar. Midsommar. Yeah. So it's like some max exodus. Like there's, Two Swedes I work with who will also be away the same time as me on little archipelagos in Sweden, <laughs> too. But um, I didn't arrange this holiday. Um, my boyfriend arranged it because it's his friend's family's place. And he was kind of like, it's like camping, but like adult camping. And are you sure you're going to be okay with like camping because he thinks I'm super bouge? Well, like when I think about uh, maybe like a family home, like by water, I think cottage yeah which usually in canada the cottages i've been to i mean it's pretty much like a house yeah a regular house that has all of the amenities yes. it's basically a house you could basically it's a house that yeah. you live in but just happens lake. to be by the lake yeah so it's got all of the accoutrement yeah uh, and all the things that i need to survive yeah which is well premium i kind of <laughs> premium I, I kind of thought that as well but i like i kind of had the idea of what scandy's doing and it's the only house on the archipelago there is no uh running water which is <laughs> excuse me i mean yeah but i mean we're with me and he thought that might be an issue for me and he's like how are you gonna feel with like the not washing and i'm like we're so exactly i'm like <laughs> First of all, I'm Where like, does not washing come right? from? We're there for like a full seven days. I'm like, so when you guys go, you don't wash for seven days. He said, no, we, we wash in the sea because we're surrounded by sea. And there's even like a little soap on a rope attached to the rocks. I'm like, so if we have the minute. sea, who, who said, who said no one's washing? I'm like, who said? Also, is it a salt water? wash is it I the mean, sea is it fresh water it's like the because sea you know that when you go salt water and soap ain't gonna do shit no it's like the sea so i'm not really sure if it's salt water or wait but i was like you're worrying about me not being able to like cope with the fact that i have to wash in the sea i'm like if there's water and there's soap are we good i'm not that bougie and i'm like he's like cool okay i just wanted to clear that and now that was what a but week what ago about, okay hold on though do you also have to pee pee poo poo in the sea? Where's oh, the, what's, what's the, the I mean, situation? There's an outhouse. Yeah, outhouse oh, situ. So hole in the ground situ. But even then, <laughs> I'm still like, you know what? Don't underestimate me. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with washing in the sea. I'm like, I'm straight. This still sounds like a pretty good deal to me. Okay. But that was a week ago. Um, since then, some more things have transpired that I was not privy to. So he then said to me, by the way, this is like a timeshare cottage. So other people and other families stay there. I'm like, cool, no probs. Um, and obviously we have like beds and stuff, but there's not really like proper bedding. I'm like, okay, I mean, okay. <laughs> Definitely has a roof though, right? <laughs> it has a roof. 
But uh, the bedding situation, I had to kind of ask him to elaborate. So basically he was saying that they have pillows, but I might want to bring pillowcases. And I'm like, cool. Again, not really a huge issue. Uh, but they don't have duvets, just blankets. I'm like, okay, again, cool. Um, and also, because like other people stay there and there's no running water, there's no washing machine. So sometimes the sheets oh. get washed, but we, we won't be sure the last time they were wa washed. Okay. How would they even get washed? Um, I'm assuming in the sea. With the soap on a rope on, on the, the rock? With the soap on the rope on the rock. Which is probably why no one wants to wash them. Do you know what? I'm not trying to be funny. <laughs> but like, my people have struggled enough. Right? <laughs> I work hard. I go on holiday to I'm do hard not, labor. You know what I mean? Right? It's like, okay, have you ever like had to go and visit family that lives still lives in the third world? And you're like, parents are like, okay, well, it's summer vacation, so that's where we're going. And it's always like a chore. That's like, you know what I mean? Because you know when you go there, you're going to have to like carry the buckets of water, and you're going to have to like wash it by hand, and you're going to have to do all that stuff. And so when you're a kid, you're like, this isn't relaxing. Yeah. This is like child labor it's like hard work yeah so then when you get to a certain age and you've made it in life you're living in the western world you're not about that life of going <laughs> to wash the freaking sheet on the soap on a rope on the rock yeah when i work hard for a living right? so i was like i would been cool with everything so far but i was like skirt so i said you were there last year i have one question you slept in the bed did those sheets smell and he was like, well, they don't smell. They don't smell bad. They just smell like really musty blankets. Oh I'm like, okay. Oh so that's what we're not going to do. Do you know what it smells like? People slept in them who haven't bathed. Yeah. <laughs> because they didn't want to go and wash in the sea with the soap on a rope on a rock. Oh, my God. So I said, is there an alternative? <laughs> And he said, maybe a sleeping bag and maybe bring some pillowcases. I'm like, okay, I can do that. So, like, you're going to have to be up on that easy jet with, like, a luggage full of pillows and blankets. I am. That's going to cost extra money. I know. And he's bringing an inflatable kayak. That's going to be taking <laughs> up so much space. But now I'm just like, is there anything else you ain't going to tell me? I love. This is your first holiday together? First holiday together. I mean, some people go for that cute romantic honeymoon vibe. Yeah. Really? Um, and you're going straight into the rough and ready. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how do you feel? And you're with um, his friends? Yeah. Who've been there before and stuff. Yeah. They probably like, love camping. Yeah, and, and I told him as well, because I don't think he was aware, because he kept saying, it's, it's, it's just musty blankets. They're just a bunch, you know, it's just some dirty blankets. Well, not dirty, but just, just blankets that people slept in. It'll be fine. It's like camping. I was like, yo, I've never been camping. You're like, um, <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm black. Right? <laughs> We don't sleep outside. We like, had to do that for billions of years. Like, mm, I don't know if you noticed, but like, mm, I'm kind of black. So Listen, camping. Our people made it inside after having to sleep outside for millions of years. We ain't about to go back outside willingly. I always think this is such like a cultural thing, though. Yeah. Because when Glastonbury just like, what, a couple of weeks ago. And the people I know, they're just like, yes, Glastonbury, it's crazy. You get a tent. It's dutty. You don't sh bathe. You just like, oh, it's totally crazy. It's muddy. And you just have like layers of filth. It's like the best time of my life. <laughs> right? I'm thinking, that sounds awful. Right? People everywhere, like nasty toilets, like in a tent. Yeah. You feel dutty. But, like, I don't understand, like, why that's fun. Well, I'll put it this way. I don't think a black person came up with the word roughing it. 
I I have I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty pretty sure that that was not invented by anyone of color. I just yeah, because it's like been there, done that. Already? Okay. From millennia. <laughs> Got the postcard, emancipated myself. Right. I'm not going back there. Right. I just don't get it. I like Fred count sheets that smell nice. Well, that's the thing. So, that's all. So that's so you're going that holiday. Yeah. But it's organized by a dude. Yes. Okay. Um, my holiday, slightly different. Yes. Organized by me. Yes. Moi. Yes. I'm going to a country house oh, hotel. Cute. That's cute. Called Sopwell House. Oh, if it ends in house, it's super bougie. It's posh, right? Yeah. Bouge. 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 Okay. They're going to be like, who let you in? And I'll be like, I work for a living bitch. (laughs) Don't judge me. Okay. Um, It's like on this beautiful country grounds, like beautiful like gardens, like fresh air. It's got a spa, steam room. Oh my God. Okay. Yes. Brasserie. Like fine dining, champagne, berries, flowers. Preach. This is going to be my situation. Preach. Because I just want to go on country walks. I want to go and get a massage, be in a sauna, and I want that thread count. (laughs) And I want the bath with running water. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Because I've made it this far. You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't want to... I don't want to disrespect my ancestors. Yeah, with the soap on the rope. On, on the, the freaking rock. <laughs> Big movies coming out and yes. have come out. Yes. Because when I was in the the Chester, I actually saw a huge billboard for The Lion King. I know. Because it came out one Friday. Yeah, and it's been like, whew. I amazing. mean, it's like breaking records. I remember seeing Beyonce at all the premieres, Dripping in Jewels. With blue. Did you see the first premiere? Yeah. With like, they had matchy matchy. I know, it was so cute. I was like, I can't believe your mom's Beyonce. What is her, like, what is her life? Right? It's like crazy. And then they had the England premiere in London. Yes. And then Meghan Markle was there. And then she was, they were all like, did you see the video of them speaking? No, what happened? Well, I'll show you. It is a really cute video. And it was kind of like, you're watching it. And it's like the royal engagement when people line up and then the royals walk over, kiss on the cheek, chat, chat. But I like that they break protocol because usually you have to like kind of bend one knee and kind of curtsy. Yeah. And you have to, and they show you how to do it properly. But Megan just walked up to B, gave her a kiss on the cheek. Jay Z. Well, yeah, because they're just friends. Yeah, and Harry did too. Gave B like kiss, kiss, mama, and then was chatting with Jay. But it was just so funny because you know that look Beyonce has is always poised and just like yeah. big smile, and she's just yeah. nodding, going yes, oh thank you, yeah. <laughs> and Jay Z looking kind of awkward. It was yeah. just like Jay-Z's really cute, so cute, just like. Mm. I'm just trying not to like screw up or my my wife will like get mad at me. So I'm my just, wife, my wife's sister will. Yeah. <laughs> right? I was just like, I'm just here like trying not to mess up. Right. <laughs> but you know what I was thinking? Because like Meghan Markle, I heard rumors. She really, she really put in the work to get to princess status. Like yeah. PR, she was doing. The, yes. Because I'm thinking, here you are, swap, smoochy, smoochy with Beyonce and Jay-Z. You were on Suits. She was. Do you know what I mean? But you know what? She was a bit of a social climber and not in a bad way. No, like I think she had a goal. She had a goal. And she reached it. Yeah. So props. Props. (laughs) But like you were on suit. Yeah, she was. And now you're, you know, good for you. That's a glow up. Right. But like also obviously put on a lot of work. You know, apparently all the charities that she got into, it's because she was all part of the plan. Yes. 
But like, I don't think that I would be able to handle reaching the goal because can you imagine how dry it is having to hang out with all those stuffy people? Yeah. All the time. Like your family's really stuffy. Yeah. Like so much like you have to behave all the time and you have to act a certain way. They're always going to be looking at you sideways. Yep. It must be exhausting. It is because you have to go through all of that 24-7 and then like once in a blue moon you get a Beyonce Jay-Z moment. It's like, but then it goes back to dryness. It's kind of like you got to be careful what you wish for. Yeah. yeah, she's like at Wimbledon and she's with Serena and she's got, you know, gets all that celebrity life. But then she has a lot of rules that she kind of breaks a bit. But like, I just can't imagine having to go to Christmas with Princess Michael. Right. Like, that's awful. Like, I can barely get through some like really stuffy meetings at work without yeah. being like, I'm exhausted just trying to like sit down and stand up straight you know what i mean it's like a lifetime of stuffy work meetings that's just your life it's just you know yeah so i'm thinking girl you can't even wear like fun nail polish right but this was her and and i'm like props to her <laughs> yeah. but just thinking about it i was like i'd just rather be beyonce because even though she works really hard she's up in that echelon but she can make her own rules yeah she's that's no protocol to follow there's no protocol beyonce creates the protocol that everyone around her has to follow and she's at that level yeah but megan got to that level by having to navigate and maneuver the world of that and now she'll have to continue to do that yeah and always be under scrutiny so it's like pretty exhausting i'm really proud of her though for for living her dream yeah and it was a cute moment and i mean beyonce the lion king i mean perfect pairing and then she's got the album the yeah, that's produced gonna, album you know good for her good for her and she has like this song i think called for brown skin girls yeah and she's got um blue in the video and blue sings on it as well Cute. and then she redid um can you feel the love tonight with uh Elton. donald glover oh donald glover yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and she just shat all over him on that song i mean she may as well have just done the song on her own i mean it's cute that donald came through but like why right he must have just got to the studio and been like yeah well um <laughs> be, but you do your thing and i'll just you know if i if i feel like you know you do you <laughs> right i'll just you know i'll come in you know whenever yeah and then you just sat there being like why am i here right <laughs> well i can imagine the movie's gonna be like amazing. should we go see it we need to we need to put in time to see it should we just go it later? has to be done <laughs> I mean, it has to be that. Yeah, I, you know what? Because I remember the first time I saw The Lion King. It's pretty sad because I lived in Honduras and it was in Spanish. <laughs> oh, no. And I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> I was so mad. Oh, no. I was really mad about it. You couldn't it. catch a break, man. No, I was really pissed. So I never really got that Lion King magic. Yeah. Uh, I watched it in the theater like maybe about three years ago because it came back and I was like, oh, okay, I get it. But like <laughs> I missed the whole damn thing. Yeah. You know, it didn't do it for me. So maybe this can be like a, the next moment. Yeah. Reliving that or creating a new memory. Cre creating a new memory. Yeah. Um, but they're always like remaking everything. Like but one thing is I'm like, are there just no new stories I don't think there are. I, mean, I don't think they're capitalizing on like franchises that they know are going to work. And it's not just that though. It's just everything is live action. So they're just using live action as an excuse to redo stuff that's But they're done. like live action, but it's like CGI live yeah. action. Yeah. Well, that's, well, you were talking about Cats. So yeah, because, yeah. so Cats, just the trailer came out. It's got basically everyone. Idris, Jason Derulo? Right? Wait. They've got Jason Derulo, <laughs> Idris Elba, Jennifer Hudson, Judy Dench, Ian McKellen, Taylor Swift, like, 
How much do they pay just to get the cast in there? Right. Then they've got... Okay, oh, Rebel so Wilson's in it too. Rebel though. Wilson. Yeah. People were hating on this. I didn't... I just read all these comments before I watched it. They're like, it's creepy. I hate it. I watched the trailer. It basically looks like cats. Yeah. Like the musical. So I don't know what they were expecting. I think it's because it's so CGI'd. You can see the CGI and that's what's kind of weird about Have it. Have they not seen the musical? The people look freaky. I know. <laughs> I think that's what it is. A lot of people haven't actually seen. Have they not seen? Visuals of the musical or anything. Because like, it, it is. They look kind of weird. weird. Yeah. I don't know if you watched Kimmy Schmidt. Yes, I did. But <laughs> I just love that show. And I'm yeah. just, is it coming back? I think it, it needs to. I miss no, Titus. No, I think it ended, didn't it? Well, they need to give Titus his but own my show. my God, that show is like one of my favorites. But just knowing like... I like I like to in my heart believe that that's the truth about cats. Yeah. Like I don't know you guys. I don't want to give it away, but just watch like Kimmy Schmidt, the <laughs> yes. episode about cats, and it's hilarious. And in my heart, that's the truth. Yeah. That's like the truth scenario about cats. And so I'm just watching this trailer, and everyone's like, "It doesn't make any sense." I'm like, "It's not supposed to." Exactly. They're <laughs> cats. But also, there's a conspiracy theory, as there always is, that um, cats is well, this particular version of cats, live action CGI, is low-key porn for the furry uh, collective of people that's growing in numbers every day. If you don't know what furries are, I mean, guys, where have you been if you don't know what a furry is? Really? So there's a particular fetish that people have where they dress up in life-sized plushy soft fur um, <laughs> costumes of their favorite animal. It could be a pig, a rat, a cat, whatever. And they have like strategic holes. Yeah, they have strategic holes in the costume. Easy to access. Easy access. And they go to woodland areas and they behave like the animals and then mate like the animals. And that's Humans their shtick. Humans are so weird. Yeah. Humans are weird. They're very weird. But I think this is like they're saying it's low-key um, porn. Because I was watching the trailer and actually you can see the curves and outlines. And this well, is also yeah, weird. because it looks like they're wearing a leotard. Yeah. Um, and then they just have a slightly furry leotard yeah and then i mean i guess that's what they'd be into that i mean i've never seen cats with tits and you can <laughs> see like in the trailer you can see outlines of boobies like they, it's like they've made the body you know what i think it's weird look like bodies the reason cats is weird because okay on stage it's live it's a theater yeah they're humans in the same room as you they have to look like humans because they are yeah but in the movie they could have made them look more like cats, but they made them look like the humans yeah. on stage. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think. So that's what's weird it's about like it. Like a human dressed like a cat that's supposed to be a cat in a movie that's CGI, so it could have just been a cat. That's very true. I think people have a, a very good point there. That actually summed it all up, and I didn't think about that, but it's true. Why am I looking at people who are supposed to be cats, and there's a huge opportunity to make them look just like the animal in this, um, and they're making them look like humans uh, acting like cats? I just think yeah. the whole... I th I don't know why this is the longest-running musical. Yeah, because the storyline really doesn't have, have any line to I it. Mean, it's like, it's Kimmy pretty Schmidt. much... Yeah, it's, it's pretty much, like, nonsensical. It's like The Lion King has a plot line. But I'm cats thinking, has no plot line. If you... Because Les Mis was another... It has the same feeling. Yes, I was just about to say that. Very, very, very Les Mis. Similar. That movie did really super well. Yeah. But I watched it on Netflix and it was freaking awful. Terrible. It was bad. Terrible. It was like <laughs> so, so bad. bad. Like awful. awful. <laughs> it was. I was like, how? Yeah. How did how did Anne Hathaway win 
an Academy Award. I was about to say that. It was like, I have How no did idea. Russell Crowe get the job? Yeah. Like, he can't sing. No. How did this movie make like hundreds of millions of dollars? I think people just wanted to see all of those actors singing so they can make fun of them. And then after they came out being like, oh my God, that was terrible, man. They were awful. Like, oh, but I just gave them my money. Exactly. And I think that <laughs> I have a feeling that this will be a similar thing. It's got yeah. Taylor Swift, so all the kids are going to go no matter what. Yes. And it's got... Do you know what freaked me out, though? Because, like, I know some of the characters in Cats, and I like the character Mr. Mistopheles, just because I like the name <laughs> Mr. Mistopheles. I don't know what the character's about. I just like the name. Yeah. And that's how I know. But Jason Derulo plays Mr. Mistopheles, and I saw it's part of the trailer. He was doing his little dance routine, but he was actually dancing as himself. It was, like, proper, like... Jason Derulo. Yeah, <laughs> like, pop slash R&B dancing. I'm like, I don't understand how any of this fits in. I feel like they threw a lot of people at the movie and made it work. I think we should actually see this one too, just yeah. as a lull. I don't mind giving them my money. It's just a lull. Yeah. Because it's going to be weird and random. I don't mind giving them my money, but I swear on everything I love, if this is nominated for an Academy Award, it I swear to God, will. I will be so disappointed in myself. All I can say though is watching the trailer, which I think everyone was freaking out overreacting. It was absolutely fine. Yeah. Like it's what do you expect. Right. I did think they did a good job with the balance of the casting. Yeah. In terms of, I know it's not about race because they're cats. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we ain't going to make this a little mermaid situation. So please don't come for anybody. Right. But it was a diverse <laughs> cast in age, in um, talent, yeah. in like what the, their backgrounds and and also like just diverse in the ethnicities. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you know. It was cute. cute. Um, but speaking of diverse ethnicities. Yes. And casts. Yes. There's all this all 007 buzz. Yeah. Because this movie, they've been talking a lot about this movie because they were filming it. Mm. And then they had a big accident. Yes. And then it was paused. Yes. And now it's on again. Yeah. But they didn't at all talk about this one character. They were talking about Rami Malek. Yeah. They were talking about Daniel Craig, who I love, but I feel like he's getting a bit old for it. Yeah. I mean, they were saying, that's why I think there's a big buzz around this movie because at one point, we weren't even sure if Daniel Craig was going to come back. So they were saying, Idris, man, Idris, step up, they it's your time. They were saying also, uh, bodyguard guy. Yeah. Or from Game of Thrones. Yeah. James Mart. No. I know who you mean. You know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> him you know him guys yeah, you, you know, know that guy that guy so there was that guy <laughs> Idris. but like we know daniel craig is definitely coming back now but there's a twist plot twist a plot twist lasha hananana <laughs> lashana lynch. lynch yes she okay it's hard to it's hard to understand she's gonna be the new 007 but obviously she's not bond james bond because She's Lynch, Lashana she's Lynch. She's Lashana Lynch, and she's a woman, so she can't be James Bond. But she's that character. Yeah. As in, she took his job. Yeah, apparently in this movie, they're going to try and like throw us off by showing Daniel Craig, but then he's basically going to be like, uh, but she's the new 007. That's pretty bold and crazy it's, if it's true. Yeah. I mean, it's re I mean, I it's going to endear me to watch it, which is probably why they did it in the first place. Well, like, I've watched like all of them yeah, and they're just getting more ridiculous and stupid i've been waiting till they make it to tv rather than going to the <laughs> cinema to, to spend my money um but i feel like this might the make TV. me that's like how yeah. that's like what some of my mom would say right yeah um oh i haven't seen it i'll just wait till it's on oh, tv, TV. You're like mom 
really? You know what I mean? Like Netflix, Amazon Prime, you know. The TV. The TV. No, she's just like, when it comes on the Hallmark channel, <laughs> right? then I'll watch it. <laughs> that's literally that's, what I've been like. That's my mom. <laughs> that's what I've been like. And I'm like, I would actually go to the cinema to watch this, but only if Lashanananana is 007 in this movie. But then if it's a plot twist, you won't know until you go. True. So I have to go and then I have to tell you. Yeah. And then you'll not go because you already know. I might still go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. It's quite interesting, though. And you know what? If you don't know Lashana Lynch, but it's more fun to say Lashana Nana. Yeah. But Lashana Lynch, I've seen her photo and I didn't realize she is Carol Danvers' BFF. Yeah. She was in Captain Captain Marvel. Right? Were they kind of like, you know. I mean, be a first. I mean, were they a bit like... Mm. I mean, I just watched The Favourite yesterday. I mean, Queen Let's Anne's, be honest. Queen Anne's mm. uh, quote-unquote BFF. We know what that means. So, yeah, I think it was that There BFF. was a bit of a hint of, like, yeah. some of their relationship being, like, you know, more than just friends. I think they should explore that more in the second movie. I think people need I to see really that. I really can't wait to see more Carol Danvers. Right? I can't wait to see some Lashanana Lynch. Well, she's had a year because she's like, you know... Some actors, they just get them blockbusters. Yeah. That is just fast track to fill in your pockets with cash. It's crazy. It's like, I wonder who, how or like she would be as 007. Because 007, even though we had different actors playing James Bond, it's been the same kind of slightly sociopathic, misogynistic um, character. Because he's, he's a sociopath. I mean, he yeah he is and he's misogynistic so having a woman play that because part of his shtick as james bond was just like getting everyone into bed treating women like they were disposable being kind of sleazy like now we have a potentially woke female potentially even lesbian like 007 so like that's i mean i wonder if they're gonna take some of those characteristics of 007 as james bond that we know or if this is just a chance for them to completely reboot because it's been 50 plus years of james bond being james bond yeah but the times have changed and people aren't as open to seeing some womanizing guy because of the culture and society yeah attitudes are shifting so it's like oh just another guy being a freaking douchebag. People yeah. might not want to buy that. Maybe the younger generation are kind of over that. So they're like, let's completely reboot. And all the people who will be mad, it's okay. We don't want their money. We're going for a completely new audience. Yeah. I mean, it could be that they go, again, the complete other way and like go against it. So, you know, instead of like someone coming in, beating up baddies, shooting up the place, blowing things up, sleeping with girls like disposing of them. I mean, some movies he actually sleeps with the women and then beats them up afterwards because they're the enemy. Do you know what I mean? It's like so weird. So weird. So we might have <laughs> Lashana come in and it's like instead of like a martini shaken, shaken, not stirred, she might have a kombucha over ice with a straw. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we'll see. And then like instead of using weapons, she uses her words to. No, I think like conflict. there needs to be a bit of action. I'd be really interested to see like a super woke 007 though. I bet you she's going to be. Like, obviously, a yeah. boss bitch. Be a boss but bitch. But she's going to be shooting up the place. You think so? Yeah. I mean, yeah, she'd have to. Otherwise, the movie would be, like, three minutes long. <laughs> so, in the news this week, there was a particularly huge story that's still going on. That when I first read it, I thought it was a joke. Because it was ASAP Rocky detained in Swedish prison. It's crazy because <laughs> you're just talking about Sweden. I mean... So, you better 
stay on that archipelago and not make any trouble. Right. But also, have you seen Scandinavian prisons? They're like holiday camps. Yeah. I saw this one documentary about like prisoners around the world and they basically lived in like summer camp and got to roam free and like, um, like cut down trees and do carpentry and do like group <laughs> cooking classes. Right. Make it cookies. So like it was. I mean, it looks like not the worst. Yeah, it was like proper like a rehabilitation center. So maybe not that bad. But the Americans are up in arms. The celeb universe is up in arms. They think it's a travesty. And I'll tell you why. Right. So hold on. So ASAP Rocky is in a Swedish jail. Right now as we speak. And why is he even there? So he left a show in Sweden and a fan got out of pocket and an altercation happened. Um, I can't see the video anymore online, but from people that have seen it, they've said that the fan threw the first punch and was antagonizing him. So he was just kind of defending himself, turned into a fight. The Swedish authorities were not having it. They arrested him. They put him in prison. They've refused him bail. He's had to cancel all of his European tour shows now. It's a bit excessive to have someone in jail for two weeks, uh, no bail, just because of some little altercation. Yeah, I think because it was caught on video and because he's American, he's a rapper and just, I don't know what it is, but there's obviously some politics. extra to be in jail for two weeks. It's extremely extra and I'm sure there's lots behind it. But what's even more weird is that uh, a lot of celebrities have come to his defense. Um, I, I think it's warranted to defend him because I don't think he necessarily did anything wrong. He was just defending himself. But his really good friend, Kanye West and Kim Kardashian decided it was such a travesty. They jump on the phone to their friend, Donald Trump. Do you know what? I, at least it's <laughs> coming in handy. It is. Um, so they uh, got on the phone to Donald, the Don, and said, yo, we need to help Rocky. Like, hashtag free Rocky. <laughs> hashtag Trump. Make yourself useful. Yeah. And save my boy ASAP Rocky. From the Swedish prison. Right? So they were like... Because Kim's a lawyer now. Well, she's lawyering up. She's almost there. She's she's on the she's, road. She's, she's, she's getting close. She's done it for at least <laughs> six to eight weeks. Right? Right? So like... She's I seasoned. Saw, she's I seasoned. saw photos of her going into the place. Yeah, she's legit now. So obviously... She's qualified. Yeah, she's using her celeb for good to free innocent people. <laughs> free innocent rappers. Hey, So they went to speak to Donald Trump, the president of the United States. Um, and he jumped on Twitter and he was like, so Kim and Kanye just came to speak to me. What a freaking about <laughs> About the problem that their good friend ASAP Rocky is having at the moment. So I'm going to jump on the phone to my good friend, the prime minister of Sweden, to sort this problem out. But you know what? Okay, so Trump loves... <laughs> to feel like a celebrity. Yeah. Because if you watch all the documentaries and how, you know, back in the 80s, he was actually didn't have any money. But yeah. what he did it was he just made friends with all the rappers. Right. So he, lo- he loves that. He loves that Meanwhile, world. his cabinet, have you seen the issues he's had in the States this week? <laughs> he's tweeting all of the POC women. Yes. Telling him to come back to where they came from. Yes. All this freaking drama. Shambolic. Everything's falling apart. The freaking speaker's saying, you're racist. And he's like, you know what? Screw that. I need I need, I need to use my presidency. Yeah. I need to save ASAP Rocky. <laughs> yeah. Forget about the racism. Forget about what I said. That's not important right now. ASAP's in Sweden like, and he's locked up. Honestly, forget <laughs> about how the immigrants are like fearing for their lives because like your people are coming out to get them and all of the camps that you've created are like horrible cesspits, like breaking human rights laws. Forget about all that. Rocky is in Sweden. I gotta, I gotta say, Rocky. He's locked up in Sweden. My good friends Kim and Kanye have told me I need to save their friend. So that's number one priority. Right? <laughs> what the? F- 
Like, what is going on? The thing is, right, I swear to God, I've seen this so many times, and there's always going to be memes about this until the year is over, but it is true. Hashtag 2019 is wildin'. It's out of control. If you think about, we would never two years ago think we'd be saying that the president, Donald Trump, sat down with Kim, who is now on her road to becoming a lawyer, and Kanye West, her rapper slash now preacher husband, to speak about their good friend, ASAP Rocky, who is locked up in Sweden for fighting. It doesn't actually make sense. Like All these names in one sentence. It doesn't make sense. We're living in the twilight zone. We are. And I don't, I think it's going to work though. I think he's going to save ASAP Rocky. And now ASAP Rocky will be indebted to Trump, which is not where you want to be in your life. Ever. Because you know it's going to come with some conditions. It's going to come with some conditions. Him being freed by Trump. He's got to wear the hat now. Right? (laughs) Right? You betcha. He's going to be like, yeah, you know, Trump is right. Black employment is up. (laughs) With the same enthusiasm. Do you know what I mean? While wearing the hat. Oh, my God. Well, like, I think, I mean, obviously, I think he should get out of there. So if he gets out and Trump can help, well, thank you. That's a nice thing to do. But if he's smart, he'll stay in there if it's Trump who's getting him out. But Because you don't want that burden. You don't want to I don't really rock. want that burden on me. Right? But at the same time, Sweden, come on. It's a, it's, I mean, Chill it's a, a joke, you know. Why? But this is, this is what it's come to. Like, there's so many crazy things that have happened this year. We thought 2018 was bad. I'm like, 2019 is like bad. Wait till 2020 because, okay, you know all of these conspiracies. There's so many conspiracies, I can't really keep up. Yeah. I'm almost starting to believe some. So like, except for Flat Earth, I'll never believe that one. No. <laughs> I won't go there. No. Guys, if you're Flat Earth or listening, well, agree to disagree. Yeah. Um. They had the whole moon landing 50th anniversary. Yeah. I'm a bit skeptical. I mean, I'm, yeah, yeah. Like a little bit. And I, they're like, I don't know why people have to be so skeptical. Can't they just be happy something happened? I'm like, I just don't know for sure. Right? I'm not totally sure. Not for um, sure. A lot of people aren't sure about that one. Um, and then now the new conspiracy. Well, there's always like a tech conspiracy. Yeah. So my mom sent me this 5G conspiracy video. Oh, God. Which was actually... A German, it was German, dubbed in Spanish. Oh, so God. I'm like, is this fake news? Right? <laughs> I'm already skeptical. I like, just seen it's it. German, dubbed in Spanish, 5G conspiracy. What? I mean. But then I was like, you know that they have 5G here pretty much now. They're like, yeah. re- like uh, on EE, Kevin Bacon's telling me that I can like download a movie in two seconds. Yeah. But apparently that's really going to be bad for the radio waves. <laughs> and like it's gonna just uh, ruin everything, and then the face app conspiracy. Yes, saying to delete now. It's because I don't know. It was out ages ago. It's right? been out for ages. For ages, but for some reason, in this last week, it's blown up in popularity. Everyone and their mother is doing it. All the celebrities are doing it, um, and they're saying that there's a Russian company who's behind the actual app who developed it, and they're making it a craze. So they can steal our facial recognition, and I'm like, I'm not exactly sure what for. Is it going to be like that movie Face Off, where they kind of copy our faces, and then someone's walking around with your face just so they can imitate you and get away with crimes? Mates. I mean, what what else would they be using it for? Deep fakes, right? Maybe for that. Yeah. I mean, who knows? They'll probably do something that we don't know exists because we haven't had five G long enough to understand how <laughs> it's going to mess everything up, right? So, like, it's just—it's almost like so much that I just have to not care. 
Well, I also saw another story that I just remembered. So you got Elon Musk, who's super weird and super creepy. He said <laughs> this week. You know, what an endorsement. Imagine <laughs> that was you. You know, Claudia, you know, super weird and super creepy. Right? Anyway, her. And yeah. everyone's like, yeah, yeah, I know her. I know, yeah, I know her. <laughs> Like, that's him. He said this week that he's very, very close, and he's talking, like, by next year, to enable people to become one with the internet. And I'll explain what I mean by that. Is that, like, in years and years, the show where she, like, becomes trans uh, human? Kinda. So he was saying that he's developed this chip... Um, which you can implant behind your iris. Guys, don't do it. To make you more one with the internet. So Why would I want to be at one with the internet? It's got it's full of garbage. Well, he, he has this thing now that he's like, we're already kind of one with our devices. We rely on it so much. I don't want to be one. He wants to bridge <laughs> the gap between us and the internet. Do you know what? I think, though, it might backfire because even though right now we're overly on our devices, I think a lot of us know that it's not good. Yeah. So it's almost like an addiction that we we all acknowledge, like, it's not healthy, but we're just kind of trapped in it. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if the next generation is going to rebel and say, I don't know, maybe I'd, I'd want to go to, like, the archipelago and just bathe on a rock. But you also have the fret of the Swedish Midsummer Pagans coming after your ass. So, I mean, you're not really safe anywhere. Or it could be something worse, like, because you're away from all of the tech and civilization, you have some kind of the hills have eyes situation happening. I don't know why you're trying to scare yourself, because you're the one who's going to be there. I mean, true. Oh, God. With their holidays coming up, my holiday's not very long. It's only going to be, like, you know, a couple days. And I'm kind of starting it now. I have four days off. Which is kind of nice. Yeah. But I'm working a lot and I just realized I think I might be a workaholic. And you think? Um, <laughs> I don't want to be anymore. No. <laughs> I really don't want to be one anymore. I don't know. How do I switch off? Like, how do I start doing that properly? Because I think I've come to the recognition stage. Um, but I really need help. Well, the thing is, the recognition stage is stage one, and you've got to realize as well, like everything has happened in the last seven years. It, it's understandable that you would have been a workaholic because just being here in this country depended so much on your employers. So you want to do a good job all the time. And it's not just that but you're obviously very diligent in what you do, but there was that added pressure. And it's like now you have to remind yourself, like, I'm free. I'm free. I'm free of the shackles. I can still do a good job. But I can also switch off. And if you have a problem with it, screw you. I think um, <laughs> I I know that like in theory. Yeah, it's just living it. I need to live it. I need to live it. I really feel like I'm hanging on to this fear that yeah. I, it's like, you know, when you're just so used to hanging on to something like, ah, I just, just in case. Yeah. And I really want to start this relaxing and letting go. Yeah. But I haven't. I know it's only been like a few weeks, but I just, I'm just, I'm not doing a very good job. You got it. Do you know what it is? You, you've got to pass the torch. Like when you're leaving, leave, leave it in the hands of whoever you left it with and be like, right, I trust you. I'm delegating to you and just make it clear. Like, this is my time. Do not make me come back and have to go off. <laughs> this is my time. <laughs> Do not disturb. And you just need to live it. Even if it means like, locking your phone away or giving your phone to the hotel receptionist and being like please do not give this back to me 
I think like it's Until almost like I'm happy to turn off the emails to switch off that way and not be contactable. But it's what's mentally. Yes. It's having those waking up in the middle of the night and like having those dreams and like I'm like so annoyed. I'm like, oh, stop it. Go and do your meditation. Go and figure out, you know, yeah, like focus on the present. And I really try and make an effort, but I just still get very annoyed that it's like I'm still it's in my brain. But you're having that's the thing. You're having to completely retrain yourself and change your way of thinking. And that takes time. But you have the tools. You have the meditation. You have I mean, it might even be helpful that you have like a little note that you have on the door. And it just says, like, I am free. Just to remind yourself or make it your screensaver. I am free. Mabes. And every time you see I am free, you tie an emotion or you tie a meaning to that. And freedom to you means you are free to relinquish yourself from the shackles of work. That what work used to symbolize to you doesn't symbolize the same things anymore. And that you should not be afraid. And that you are free and there is nothing to worry about. And it's okay to switch off. It will all be fine. Tie all these things to I am free and remind yourself, I have nothing to worry about. I think that's the core of it. Yeah, it's just the worrying about. Yeah. This is, you know, you worry about stuff. Yeah. Oh, but I need, you know, we all do that about worrying about work and what it means. And I need it because I need to survive and da, da, da. Yeah. It's like it will still be there. You've been doing a massively good job. You've done amazing things in your career. It will still be there. But the feeling that you had and the reasons why you're being a workaholic, those reasons don't apply anymore because you've now stepped over that line and all of that is behind you. This is different now. And the worry you had, you don't need to have because you are free. Oh my God, I'm going to make that screensaver now. You sh- I think it's quite good and to I'm have gonna, a screensaver. And I'm going to give it to every. I'm going to put it on the, in the gram. Yeah. And, um, and so everyone can download it too. And maybe if anyone else out there is feeling like they want to let go of something or they're in a new phase in their lives and the things that were holding them back or making them feel a certain way don't apply anymore, but they're finding it hard to let go, maybe make it your screensaver on your laptop, on your phone, put it on the wall in your bedroom and tie your own meaning to I am free and live freely. That's such good advice. You're so good at this. (laughs) That was even better advice than I even thought I could get. (laughs) No worries. Seriously. I'm like, I knew you were going to help, but I'm like, I feel like... I think, like, you cracked it. Like, I feel like maybe I had, like, a moment. Yeah. A breakthrough. You know what I mean? Yeah, you just got to retrain, like, what that means to you. And, like, it's not the same, but it's like, you know, the swastika used to mean a a positive thing in the Hindu religion, and then the Nazis took it and made it bad. And it's like, you can take anything that felt like it was dragging you down, like, work was positive, but it was also a negative. You can make it a full 100% positive again. Mm -hmm. And all of the bad emotions you had... It, that can change. You just got to retrain the way you think about it yeah. and the way you feel about it. That's it. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute joy. It's been so good. So, so good. Um, well, thank you all for joining us as well. Yes. It's always a pleasure to be with you. And until next time, bye. bye. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes where you can rate and review the show. You can also find us at soundcloud.com slash lemonshade and on Insta at lemonshade underscore podcast.